You're listening to Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing, the evidence-based podcast that will seriously improve your game. Whether it's building self-confidence, enhancing resilience, or simply understanding how to handle pressure best, this podcast will help you. I'm Roberto Forzoni, a performance psychologist working with world and Olympic champions and a consultant with the BBC. Welcome. Dealing with pressure level six. Where does pressure come from? Part four. We continue our look at potential sources of pressure, looking at the final two sources here for our purposes. Starting with source number eight, interpersonal relationships. A key potential pressure source, and possibly one of the most neglected by managers, is the interpersonal relationships between the athlete and significant others around him. These relationships may include teammates or other squad members, support staff, family and friends. Athletes need to know how to handle and interpret unhelpful comments from others, particularly those outside of their immediate support team. Family and friends can inadvertently and unnecessarily add pressure by what they say and how they say it. Situations to consider will include how you handle criticism from managers, coaches and other players, the coach or manager that is difficult to approach, a lack of support when playing poorly, dealing with other players not pulling their weight, handling cliques between players and how to deal with abusive fans. Again, communication is key and it would also be useful to hold regular team or squad meetings where every member is encouraged to contribute by maybe at first asking for anonymous comments for causes of concern in this area. The ensuing conversations could go a long way in terms of helping build or repair bridges. The last thing any organisation would want is an issue with an interpersonal relationship that causes or contributes to lower levels of performance. Source number nine, the demanding nature of work. Elite level sport requires long hours of training and dedication, which might include weekly travel, staying away from friends and family for days or even months on end. Some cricket or tennis players might spend nine months a year traveling and staying in hotels away from friends and family. Depending on your personality, this demand can be a pretty strong source of pressure and there's been a number of well-documented high-profile athletes who developed depression as a consequence. In terms of these and other demands on you because of your specific sport, you should take time out to consider how you're best going to handle the different situations that you know will come your way. The demands that would be placed on you may well include most, if not all, of the following. Long training sessions extensive travel requirements, long stays in hotels, being or feeling lonely, a lack of variety, inflexible working hours, the need to work when your friends and family are on holiday, the need to stay disciplined in terms of diet and lifestyle, injuries. Cristiano Ronaldo speaks about the sacrifices he has had to make and continues to make in order to be where he wants to be. For me, I prefer to look at these so-called sacrifices simply as choices. Once your sport becomes your life, these demands are mostly taken for granted. They're there and you need to deal with them. By being proactive, 
You'll help avoid any of these demands from becoming stressful, or worse ways, you'll develop coping strategies to minimise any negative effect. More on this shortly. Being alone in a hotel, for example, could turn into an opportunity to study something new, watch a TV series, or catch up on something you've wanted to do for some time. Certainly, being able to now communicate visually with people close to you with programs such as Skype and FaceTime can be a huge help. Rather than getting stressed with these general work or sport demands, take some time to look at each one and make a plan to address it in the best way possible for you. Some things you'll be able to change into new opportunities, as our previous example demonstrated. For others, it might be a case of developing coping strategies for them. And here, a good source of information and guidance could come from an ex-player in your sport who can share their experiences and how they overcome similar challenges. The final potential source of pressure we'll explore is source number 10, personal issues. Without due care, personal issues, including general family squabbles and personal relationships, or worse, addictions, debts, gambling and drink problems, can really get in the way of performance and your life in general. Again, high-level sport comes with a demand to be able to separate personal life and professional life, and learning to do this will take some practice. When you cross the white line, personal issues need to be left aside until after you've finished. On occasion, this can take some mental strength, and we've seen what happens to some top sports people when they can't make the separation. On one recent occasion, tennis player Andy Murray spent the early part of a match in which he wasn't playing particularly well, cursing his bench, shouting, five minutes before the match, referring to an incident which happened just before entering the arena, presumably something said that wasn't helpful and wasn't parked before he went on court. Apart from trying to resolve any personal issues before you compete, with outside help if necessary, one useful strategy could be to consciously park personal issues at the gate of the training or performing venue every time you drive through the entrance. In your mind, you leave a bag at the entrance with all your personal issues in, changing to work or performance mode, and then figuratively collect the bag on the way out. This could help you separate your work and personal life. If nagging issues might otherwise impact negatively when you're in the midst of trying to perform at your best. So to summarise, overall we've now seen that sources of pressure can be categorised into 10 distinct areas. By being aware of these and developing strategies to deal with them, you'll find the potential negative impact they may have, not only on your performance, but more importantly on your general well-being, can be greatly reduced. As you listen to these modules, perhaps revisiting every so often, you'll often be prompted or reminded of different aspects of these potential pressure factors. And that awareness and acknowledgement can form the basis of your coping strategy. In the next few modules, I'll start to introduce you to strategies and techniques you can use to help you avoid or deal with any pressure situation you're likely to encounter as we go through our 25-point list. Your mind activity today. Remember, that a conscious awareness is your first step to improvement. By acknowledging that each of these 10 elements or potential stressors could throw you off track and coming up with strategies to deal with each of them if and when they do occur 
rather than simply hoping they won't, you'll not only be much better prepared to deal with them, but you'll find that their impact will reduce considerably because of your prepared mindset. As we see in the Confidence Program on the Mind app, if confidence comes from preparation, this also is another useful step to not only reducing potential pressure situations, but also increasing your level of confidence at the same time. Thank you for listening to the Mind Sports Performance and Wellbeing Podcast. Can I ask two things from you? Firstly, please like and subscribe the podcast as this helps us get noticed. Likewise, if you can share the podcast with friends who might also benefit, I'd really appreciate it. The more attention the podcast gets, the more information I can bring to you. Thank you and enjoy.